This is a CBC Podcast. Circle Round from WBUR is a storytelling podcast for kids and kids at heart. Hosted by Rebecca Shear, Circle Round adapts folktales from around the world to teach important universal lessons like kindness, generosity, and more. Here's the story why the ocean is salty. If you like what you hear, make sure to subscribe to Circle Round wherever you get your podcasts. If you could wish for anything, anything at all, what would it be? Would it be something you want or something you need? It's not always easy to tell the difference, right? Today we'll hear the story of two brothers, one magic jar, and a wish so big it filled the entire ocean. I'm Rebecca Shear, and welcome to Circle Round, where story time happens all the time. Today, our story is called Why the Ocean is Salty. Versions of this story have been told all over Asia, including Vietnam on the South China Sea and the island nation of the Philippines. Some really great people came together to help bring this one to you, including Lou Diamond Phillips and John John Briones. So, circle around, everyone, for Why the Ocean is Salty. Once upon a time, very long ago, there were two brothers. These brothers were very different from each other. The older one, whose name was Rosaldo, was loud and impatient. The younger brother, whose name was Bayani, was quiet and didn't like to ask for anything or get in anyone's way. Rosaldo and Bayani's father ran a successful fishing business. By the time he was old, he had more than enough money for food and was able to build a comfortable home for his family. He told Rosaldo and Bayani that they should divide his wealth equally after he passed away. But that is not what happened. Rosaldo, the loud and impatient older brother, ignored his father's wishes. He took all the money for himself and spent it on fancy clothing and a fleet of fishing boats. He also bought a large house, the largest one on his island. As a result, Bayani, the quiet younger brother, was very poor. He lived in a tiny house on a different island and struggled to support his wife and four children. But Bayani didn't like to make a fuss, so he worked hard for every penny, going out every day in his tiny boat to catch fish. One New Year's Eve, Bayani was walking home from work and feeling sad. Try as he might, he had not caught one fish all day. What am I going to do? Tonight is New Year's Eve. I can't go home to my family with nothing for them to eat. Bayani was so ashamed, he bowed his head down as he walked. Without realizing where he was going, suddenly he bumped into someone. Oh, I'm so sorry. Looking up, Bayani saw an old man with a bright white beard and a ragged bag slung over his shoulder. The man was hunched with age and walked with a cane, but his face was sharp and alert. You look like you are distracted, my son. Your head is in the sea. Yes, sir. I suppose I am distracted. Whatever is the matter? Well, tonight is New Year's Eve... And I didn't catch any fish for my family to eat. We are very poor, and I had no luck today. The old man smiled. I can tell you are a good person, my son. I will give you some help. The old man reached a wrinkled hand into his tattered bag and took out... A jar? It was a big glass jar. Bayani noticed it was empty. This, my son, isn't just any jar. It's magic. 
Magic? Yes, magic. But you must use it in a very special way. You see, this jar will give you anything you wish. All you have to do is tell it what you want. But you must remember to ask for only what you need. And then, when you have enough, you must tell the jar, stop. Do you understand? Bayani nodded. Yes, I must only ask the jar for what I need. And when there is enough? I must tell the jar to stop. Good. Now I think you have a family waiting for you. Happy New Year's Eve. The old man handed Bayani the magic jar and disappeared into the forest. When Bayani got back to his house, he put the jar on the table. He gathered his wife and four children around him. Jar? I need some fish. Please. Suddenly, the jar began to fill up with fish. Delicious white fish that was good to eat. Remembering what the man had told him, Bayani waited until there was enough fish for his family. And then... Stop, jar. And the jar stopped, just like that. Bayani took the fish out of the jar and handed it to his son so he could start cooking. Thank you, jar. Now I need some salt for the fish. Please. Just like that, the jar began to fill with salt. Bayani only needed a little bit of salt, so as soon as he saw a thin layer along the bottom... Stop, jar. And the jar stopped. Bayani's family ate well that New Year's Eve, and they continued using the jar into the new year, asking only for what they needed and nothing more. One day, Bayani's older brother Rosaldo hopped into one of his many boats and sailed to Bayani's island. When he reached the shore, he started to walk toward his younger brother's house. As he got closer, he spotted Bayani through the window. It seemed his little brother was acting strangely. Was he talking to a jar? Rosaldo stopped at the edge of the yard to watch. Jar, I want some salt. After Bayani uttered those words, Rosaldo watched as the jar began to fill with salt. And when there was enough salt in the jar for Bayani's family... Stop, jar. And the jar stopped. Now, as you know, Rosaldo was an impatient man, and a greedy one, too. He ran up to Bayani's house and burst through the door. Little brother, you have to tell me where you got that jar. Bayani was startled to see Rosaldo. He noticed his older brother was trembling, and his eyes were as wide as saucers. Big brother, I, I did not see you standing there. I say again, little brother, where did you get that jar? Bayani smiled, remembering his encounter on New Year's Eve. I got it from an old man. It was New Year's Eve, and I hadn't caught any fish. That is a magic jar, little brother. It should be mine. You should give it to me because I am the older brother. Now remember, Bayani didn't like to make a fuss, so usually he would say yes to his older brother. But Bayani knew Rosaldo was a greedy man, and he knew he would never follow the old man's instructions, so this time would have to be different. No, big brother. What did you say? I said no, Rosaldo. I cannot give you the jar. Why not? Because the old man gave the jar to me, and I know the very special way to use it. Rosaldo's face grew bright red. He clenched his hands into fists. Do you know how much money salt is worth? I could have the jar make pile after pile of salt and then sell it to become a rich man. Even richer than I am now. Bayani remembered what the old man had told him, that he must only ask the jar for what he needed. I'm sorry, Rosaldo. 
I will not give you the jar. Rosaldo was so angry that he stormed out of Bayani's house, slamming the door behind him. He stomped back to his big boat. Who does that Bayani think he is? I am the older brother. I should have that magic jar. Rosaldo's fury grew as he rowed his boat. He grunted as he drove his oars through the water. Suddenly, he had an idea. If Bayani won't give me the magic jar, I will steal it. Then I will have piles and piles of salt all to myself. I will sell those piles and piles of salt and make piles and piles of money. Rosaldo was pleased with his plan. He congratulated himself for being so smart, and as he rode the rest of the way home, he smiled. So, will Rosaldo steal the magic jar from his younger brother? What do you think will happen if Rosaldo gets his hands on the old man's gift? We'll find out after a quick break. Welcome back to Circle Round. I'm Rebecca Shear. Today, our story is called Why the Ocean is Salty. When we left off, greedy older brother Rosaldo was planning to steal a magic jar from his younger brother, Bayani. The magic jar gives you anything you want, but you must only ask for what you need. And when there is enough, you must tell the jar to stop. Rosaldo wanted that jar so badly he could taste it. So, late at night, he left his grand house and got into his boat. He paddled across the bay as quietly as he could. I will steal that jar right out of my brother's house. He is not smart like I am. He does not know how to make money. He does not deserve that magic jar. Bayani's house was quiet when Rosaldo arrived. A full moon was shimmering and an owl hooted from a nearby tree. When Rosaldo pushed open the door, he saw the magic jar sitting on his brother's table. Standing on tiptoe, he crept across the room and picked up his new treasure. Suddenly, Rosaldo heard a loud creak. He froze. What if his brother awoke and saw him stealing the jar? But then he realized the creak was just the wind blowing against the humble woodhouse. Rosaldo breathed a sigh of relief. Clutching the magic jar, he snuck through the door, hopped back into his boat, and started rowing. <laughs> I've got it. I will be the richest man on the island. I will be the richest man in the whole world. Rosaldo was so excited, he simply could not hold himself back. Dropping the oars, he put the jar on his lap. Rays of moonlight glinted off the jar's glass sides. Jar? I want some salt. Rosaldo chuckled as the jar began to fill with salt. <laughs> that silly Bayani. Why did he never think to do this? With this jar, I will have so much salt and make so much money. The salt inside the jar kept going up and up. When it reached the very top, it kept on going. Soon, salt was pouring over the sides of the jar. It was pouring onto the boat. It filled the whole bottom of the boat, but Rosaldo did not tell the jar to stop. Before long, Rosaldo was up to his ankles in salt, then his knees, then his waist. The boat began to sink lower and lower into the water. Suddenly, Rosaldo realized he was in trouble. Oh, no! The, the salt is too heavy for my boat. Cut it out, jar! You are making my boat sink. But Rosaldo did not say stop, so the jar did not stop. Hey, jar, 
Did you hear me? My boat is filling up with salt and I will soon be in the water if you don't behave. But the jar did not stop. It made so much salt, Rosaldo's boat sank beneath the water. The magic jar drifted down into the sea, making more and more salt as it went. Rosaldo could do nothing but summon his strength and swim home. But that's not where our story ends. According to legend, because of Rosaldo's impatience and greed, all of that salt mixed with all of that water became what we now know as the ocean. To this day, the Pacific Ocean, the Atlantic Ocean, all the oceans of the world are salty. All because Rosaldo asked for what he wanted and not what he needed. The salty water reminds us to take only what we need. And when there is enough, we say... Stop. Now it's your turn. Pretend you're the one who received a magic jar from the mysterious old man. What would you ask for? Just remember, only ask for what you need. And don't forget to say, stop. If you had fun hearing why the ocean is salty, you can find other versions of this story and some beautiful illustrations by artist Sabina Han, including some you can color. It's all on our website. Tell your grown-ups they can find us at wbur.org slash circle round. Coming up next time on Circle Round, what do you do when you're feeling down in the dumps? We'll meet a man who thinks he's found the answer. My aunt said the happiest person in the world would trade shirts with me, and then I would be happy too. Emmy Award winner John Cryer stars in The Happiest Person in the World. Special thanks to this week's actors, John Lesko, Lou Diamond Phillips, and John John Briones. If you're an adult and listening right now, you can catch Lou Diamond Phillips in the TV series Longmire on Netflix. And John John Briones is starring on Broadway in the new production of the hit musical Miss Saigon. Circle Round is a production of WBUR, Boston's NPR news station. Don't forget to subscribe to Circle Round on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Rebecca Shear. Thanks for circling around with us. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.